John Muir Show, 10.06 a.m., continuing the conversation. Uh, the latest on the divisiveness and the racism from various folks, various notable folks on the political left. And uh, we have an email from our friend Anne. And uh, it's a bit lengthy of an email, but I, I, I'll just go ahead and paraphrase it since uh, I think there's a, a very good point that's being made here by Anne. Uh, Anne starts by saying, uh, Arrogance, thy name is Mayor Genrick. So true. Uh, going on to say, President Trump has done more for the black community in the United States in less than four years than Joe Biden has done in more than 40 years. Almost 50 years. You know, talking about the many accomplishments that President Trump has had for the entire United States, including the black community in the United States. You know, talking about uh, the incredibly low unemployment rates, the all-time low unemployment rates we've seen in various communities, including the black community, and goes on to list so many accomplishments President Trump has had specifically for the black community, also for you know the entire United States in the process. And that's the thing. I, there are so many conversations, so many policy conversations that the left does not want to have in this election year. They don't want to talk about all of President Trump's pro-America accomplishments. And they tell their media propagandists not to talk about him either. Or if they do talk about him, to, to totally bury him. You know, back page, only give 20 seconds on TV to it. Because they don't want people realizing what's actually happening in this country. That Trump is succeeding for you and your country time and time and time and time again. So Trump's leftist detractors, they, they ignore all of these conversations that would lead to, factually, you hearing about Trump's pro-America successes. They try and keep the conversation to a few specific things that they want to talk about. Uh, one of them being, you know, race relations in the United States. If you're wanting to talk about, oh, Trump's, Trump's a racist and Trump hates black people and all this kind of stuff, that's, that's not true and they can't substantiate in the slightest. Even when we have those conversations that the leftists want us to have, the leftists still come out on the losing end when you adhere to the facts. You want to talk about race? Leftists, fine. Anne's right. Trump has done more for black Americans in three-plus years than the Democrat Party, which has run a lot of these cities that have large black populations for many decades now, than they have done over those many decades. The Democrat Party for decades has failed black Americans like they failed all Americans. Insert President Trump succeeding for all Americans, which of course includes black Americans. Even the conversations that the leftists think they want to have, they can't win. All right, back to the phone lines now, and it looks like we've got, is it Tim in Lublin? All right, we got Tim in Lublin. Tim, how are you doing today? What do you have for us? I'm doing pretty good. I was just listening to your monologue here, and I just figured I'd bring up a different point. Uh, If if you've seen, and I'm sure a lot of your audience has seen, uh, with these protesters, that one woman who's uh, like in in Washington, D.C., who's in like her her mid to late 20s, berating those black officers, Mm -hmm. calling them sellouts, and then when they're being when she's being interviewed, she says because she's a white woman, she has to deal with her problem. Now. Correct me if I'm wrong, but doesn't that self-aggrandizing more or less say that 
you know, the problem with racism can only be solved when white people do something. And if, if that's if you're saying that, what is that saying to black people? And isn't that where the real racism is? Tim, you make an absolutely phenomenal point, as you so often do on this program. Thank you very much for making it. I, I mean, that's and it's so indicative, not just the one you're absolutely right. In, the, in that case of the woman that you're talking about, that's now gone viral out of uh uh, out of Washington, D.C. Yes, it, it's certainly applicable in that case. The Democrat Party as a whole, though, it, look at all these Democrat politicians. You, you, look how they treat black Americans. They, they go calling these Democrat politicians due for things like slavery reparations, saying that that all black people, even if they had no ties to slavery, obviously none of them were slaves, because fortunately that disgusting practice ended long before any of us were born. But even if your family wasn't in the country at the time of slavery, you didn't come till after, you should still get money. You still need money, black American. I, what the Democrat Party does to all black Americans when they talk about things like slavery reparations, it is horribly demeaning to black Americans. Because the Pelosi's and the Schumer's of the world, these Democrat politicians, they're acting like the only way that black people in the United States can thrive, can get ahead, is if you have... People giving them stuff for free. The Pelosi's and Schumer's of the world are implying that black people can't make it on their own. That, that they need other people to hand them things. That It's so false and it's so demonizing to black Americans. It, it, it just it goes downplaying their worth. But that is what you get from the leaders of the Democrat Party. They don't actually care about the people they pretend to care about, including black Americans. No, for them, it's all just using people, including black Americans, as pawns to try and maintain or accumulate more power. Retain or accumulate more power. So, yes, Tim, you're absolutely right. And, and, and yeah, it, it is, it's also quite interesting that, yes, in some of these cases, you have white people going up to... Black officers uh, trying to uh, lecture them uh, about Black Lives Matter. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what, are we supposed to believe that these white people who are going up yelling in the face of black officers are really doing something to fight the oppression of black people in the country? Of course not. But again, this isn't actually about what these rioters claim it's about. It's not about any noble cause. No, it's about them trying to enrich themselves or advance some political agenda. All right, let's see. Uh, back to the phone lines we go. It looks like we've got uh, Randy in Green Bay. Randy, you there? Yes, I am. Good, uh, good morning, John. How are you? I'm doing well. Yourself? I'm doing well. Thank you very much. Uh, this goes back to uh, what I heard just uh, actually yesterday morning uh, about what happened in Madison. Uh, the, uh, the protests are okay. I, that I, I actually fought and proved for people to demonstrate their rights to hear their voice. Mm -hmm. But when they start tearing down statues that actually have nothing to do with Black Lives Matter, and and I am all for Black Lives Matter. Every life matters. All lives matter. What does that do to help not only their position, but our position in making our country better? And it, it just seems to me that they're looking for an opportunity to uh, commit uh, ascension and disgrace and violence 
in, yeah. in their own voice. And, and it makes the whole movement inappropriate and inexcusable. Well, you're, you're absolutely right, Randy. I mean, the, the, the tearing down of statues and all that, it does nothing to make this country better for any of us, regardless of skin color. Because it ensures that lawlessness is taking place in our society. That doesn't benefit any decent American of any skin color. And yet, when you when you have the tearing down, and it goes back to what we just you know we're talking about a few minutes ago with the whole you know white person yelling in the face of a black officer in the name of trying to fight black oppression. I, I mean. Same thing here. You're tearing down, in some of these cases, statues of people who fought to end the practice of slavery. End black people being enslaved in the United States. And those statues of those people who, great people who fought to end slavery, those statues are being torn down. It makes no sense. Again, so clearly, what they're doing, these rioters, it's not about what they claim it is. Rather, it's about them just wanting to put themselves above the law, them wanting to be able to do whatever the hell they want to. Uh, you had had a... Uh, here, this, I, I had to get to this as well. So, uh, CHOP, uh, the world's newest country, the one that formed in, you know, what used to be a six-block area downtown Seattle a few weeks ago. Uh, CHOP, the leader of CHOP, uh, announced yesterday that they were going to be uh, ending their occupancy in CHOP in the near future, uh, encouraging people to get out by the end of last night. Uh, of course, the leftist leaders of Seattle couldn't do this on their own, reclaim the property that they never should have been allowed to take in, in the first place. Uh, it had to be the uh, CHOP folks deciding on their own they were going to move out, seemingly because they were too drugged out at this point to keep it going. I don't know. Uh, but... The people who run shop put out this public statement and said that, well, we would encourage you, even though even though the uh, the, the physical area of shop is coming to an end, we encourage you to, to, to keep fighting for these values. And, and you know what's important? That, that you go electing Joe Biden as president and, and that you go reelecting uh, the leftist mayor of Seattle, Jenny Durkin, and the leftist governor of Washington, Jay Inslee. See, that's what it was about all along. They admitted it in their statement yesterday. This was about forwarding a political agenda, a leftist agenda, the Democrat Party's agenda. Do you know why the CHOP folks, those thugs, those criminalistic thugs in CHOP, do you know why they're, they're, they're endorsing Biden and Inslee and Durkin? Well, they're doing it because they know that those weak politicians will let them the criminalistic rioters do whatever the hell they want. As Durkin and Inslee did let them do whatever the hell they want for weeks, they let them take over a part of a taxpayer-funded city, for goodness sake. They allowed them to, to, to go rioting and uh, go shaking down law-abiding residents and business owners in the area and even engaging in shootings, even fatal shootings. In the area, they allowed all that to happen. So, of course, the chop folks, the rioters, are going to be all for uh, people like Durkin and Inslee staying in power, or others like them getting in power, because they know that those leaders are weak and will let them, the criminals, do whatever they want. So, what it says is people like you know Inslee and Durkin and Biden—they're good for the criminals, they're good for the lawless folks in our society, but they are terrible for the rest of us. All of us decent folks of all political affiliations, of all skin colors, who want law and order in this country. 
and, and by the way, there's uh, there's this group now, this group of business owners and residents and business workers who've now filed suit. And they want to be properly compensated for all of their losses uh, that uh, accumulated during this shop nonsense. And in doing it, they, they are suing the city of Seattle. And the leftist mayor of Seattle, Jenny Durkin, saying, look, you allowed this to take place. We, we would call 911. You, you would not let them respond. This is on you. Uh, if we can't go after uh, the rioters for what they've done, then we're going after you. And we, we want to be compensated for what you allowed to have happen to us. Good for them. Hopefully they win. All right. Uh, we need to go to break. We'll take more of your responses on the other side of the break. It is 1019. This is the John Muir Show. 